power of technology. We're doing it. The power of innovation. The power of a fully the operational power. battle station. <laughs> Take us away, Dubs. <laughs> I still don't know why I wrote that down. So I still can't really talk about that as a topic. <laughs> I swear it's going to come to me. We'll revisit it. I swear it will. We'll revisit it next week already. It'll come to me. I promise. I promise it will come to me. Um, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm at home this time. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. I am also and at you're home. You're also at home. I'm also at home. <laughs> so we're both. And we don't live together. No. So this is fun. Um, the power of magic. <laughs> By the power of magic, we are able to yeah. do this. Are you excited yeah. about. Uh, I saw a map today on Twitter about how the majority of the country is open, except for like California and the Northeast. The majority of the states are reopening. Really? Yes. And the graph, this this map also showed the increases in COVID-related uh, like um, admissions into the hospital. Of course, they are on the rise in every single state that's uh, <laughs> that's opening back up. So weird. Weird. So how, weird. Yeah, I don't know why. That's I just don't understand. Yeah. But um, I just got an email from the governor who said we're are we are going through the process of reopening efforts. They're putting out a small business reopening survey for business owners so they can uh, facilitate better understandings of the current status and implications of reopening. And um, mm. they're also putting out a worker sentiment survey to better understand how employees feel about returning to the workplace. <laughs> yep. So we'll... Uh, I want to take that survey. Yeah. So, so we'll see. Um, we'll see. Are you excited about when things return to, to normal i'm excited for them to return to normal the right way which it sounds like this is not um i don't know i just think it still seems way too soon coming from a guy who recorded a podcast in person with you last week but, hey, hey hey, no shame um, there's no shame hey hey there's no attacks here <laughs> none of that no, no no attacks none of that um but yeah, there's just too many people being out there together at once. I don't want to go back to work if when our work opens back up because you and I are coworkers again. Finally, when we open back up, I'm gonna ask to just keep working from home until I feel comfortable coming back, which is not now, and it's probably not in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So before this all went down, there was a hockey development camp that I was gonna go to, um, like on April twentieth fourth like some ridiculous mm -hmm. early amount of time and then everything got shut down and i just got an email from them today saying hey guys we were able to reschedule the development camp to september so come like mid-september we'll have our four-day camp uh development camp to work on skills and stuff for those who want to sign back up again and i immediately my response was I can't wait. Like, I want to do this. I've been wanting to do this for, for so long. It's like, it's basically like a, like a training camp that like you would never really get um, unless you were like a professional athlete where they do like videotaping yeah. and reviewing you, like doing tape study with you on your technique and you in gameplay situations with multiple coaches and breaking down drill. Like it's, it's so, it's so fucking cool. Um, but <laughs> I immediately after the the feelings of excitement washed over me, I immediately thought of, what's that going to be like in September? Like, what is the world? What is our world here going to be like in September? 
You know what I mean? Like, is it going to yeah. be good to be sweating on the ice and in the locker rooms with a whole bunch of strangers? Is that going to be okay? Like, yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's in September. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's that still might be too soon. Although I, I don't know. I got to stop talking like I know anything <laughs> about anything, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, it seems like that's not gonna be a good idea. Probably. Oh, beginning of September. Uh, so on, the uh, the the camp rescheduling is for September 10th to the 13th. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I keep hearing about people saying like, oh, blah, 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 if the kids go back to school in the fall, which it's looking like they're not. So who knows, man? I don't know. This is also, this is like, this is probably going to be like the event of our lifetime. Although... You and I lived through like nine eleven and stuff like that, but nine eleven, the Great this Recession, is like huge. We had the Iraq War, um, we had Afghanistan, we have uh, what else? What else? Uh, North Korea, South Korea, um, having like ceasefires. Yeah. We have Trumpy Boy. Um, we have. I call him Trumpy Boy. I don't know why. I just like to be like, "Yo, it's the Trumpy I like Boy." That nickname, <laughs> Trumpy Boy. I really like that name for him. It's like, yo, it's Trumpy boy. It just, it just fits him. I don't know why. It just fits Trumpy boy. Um, you got uh, Bojo. But like my cousin, my cousin graduated um, high school and it just, that's it. You work, you go to school online for two months and there was no senior prom and you didn't have your lacrosse season and now you graduated. I'd be pissed have if fun. I was him. I'd be pissed. Yeah. No prom it's and no weird. lacrosse. Yeah, no prom, no lacrosse, no graduation ceremony, no graduation party. Like that's that sucks. Although, although to be fair, I didn't really care for my graduation party, and just because I yeah. just because I thought like I didn't like the attention on me for just doing what I was supposed to do, which is go to school. Um, and I yeah. didn't like prom because I was socially awkward and full of emotional and personal angst and, and self-loathing. So that's not a healthy environment for people like me Weird. back at, when I was a teenager. But um, for those who are healthy with a, a supportive, loving group of friends <laughs> and social circle, and they have a clear, proper status of uh, amongst their peers, prom is awesome. Yes. <laughs> I did not go to senior prom. I played Little Big Planet 2 all night. Seriously? And I had a great, great time. Yeah, I did not go to senior prom. Hey, that's good, though. Uh, I heard that the only thing I missed was a couple of people pre-gaming who are way too obviously drunk at prom and getting kicked out and making a big stink of it while they were getting kicked out. And then uh, the after party where everybody got blackout drunk. And I was like, yeah, but... I uh, I beat the second to last world in Little Big Planet by myself. So, so that's good. Um, yeah, and the senior graduation, like the the party that I went to, was one of like the stay safe senior graduates party, like the lock in thing at the YMCA. Um, yeah, uh, I didn't I didn't really miss it either. But that's just so weird that a whole year of kids across the country don't get to experience graduation like at all. Yeah. That's a little weird. I mean, it's like the, your senior year. Yeah. It's, I mean, it saves you a day of having to do something you don't really care about doing of, (laughs) 
<laughs> dressing up and having to be around people you don't like. But like, I I know what you mean. Like, because there is a sense of of camaraderie amongst your peers, even those you hate and those you love and your friends and your enemies. It's like a, a, a it's a time where it's like, hey, we're getting through this together. Like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's basically it's basically like every slow '90s song um, that we grew up with, basically playing <laughs> for graduation. That's basically what it feels like. Yeah, it's like <laughs> the that Green Day song, "Time of Your Life." Yeah, it's basically Green Day, "Time of Your Life." Uh, that f- that song is how you feel for graduation, right? So I mean that 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 makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, every graduation <laughs> for every single person. Yeah, kindergarten through college, every person. Just listen to Good Riddance in parentheses, Time of Your Life by Green Day. Yeah, I, I, I've i been noticing um, this morning, I think it was this morning, this morning or last night, I forget, I had my first real moment of like, this is this is going on too long. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like, just like this whole, I need to... I need to be like, I I need to go back. So I understand the people and the states who are opening back up, like all the protests. I'm not saying it's right, but I understand where it's coming from. They want to sense it's, and they're getting mocked a lot by people to, by a lot of people saying like, oh, they just want their haircuts, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, that's what they're saying. But what they really want is normalcy. Yeah, they want just like their routine back. They just want to feel normal again. They want things to be back to what what it was, where they felt okay. That's really what they're screaming yeah. about. I'm not justifying it, but that's really what they want. And I, I understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and I understand that because not that I'm saying let's open back up and yeah, like you know, people are gonna die no matter what. Who cares? It's it's more like because that that's the argument by people, which is fucking bonkers. Um, it's more matter of to me it's a sense of i am tapping all the majority of potential of things that i can do without involving mm-hmm. leaving this place and yeah and i feel like i'm running out of options you know what i mean um yeah see like and, and i wouldn't know but i would have to say that like even in prison like if you were in prison you would be surrounded by people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Buddies. Right. You, but, but that's what you would have some kind of human contact. Even if you were just getting yelled at by a guard, you'd be getting a con like some type of social contact. There's none of that. Yeah. Like there's none of that here. Um so that's a big one. But like that's a big thing of what's ingrained in what I do. I move a lot, I do a lot, you know, but I have like I have my gym friends. I have my friends I I, I have dinner with on the weekend. I have my martial arts friends i have my hockey friends i have my my friends from work i have my video game friends i have like Mm -hmm. there's activities but it's the people involved in the activities you know what i mean because everybody everybody who's clamoring to have things go back to normal they all involve people nobody's like i just want to you know like go plow the fields with my like with my tractor it's like by myself nobody's (laughs) nobody's saying like let me go plow my fields. Nobody's complaining about that because that's a solitary thing. They're complaining about things that they want to do with other people. Yeah, but I think that's because that's what they're banned from. Yeah. They're banned from seeing other people. Yeah. If you can go out somewhere and be completely alone, then that's fine. Um, 
but you could you can go plow your fields alone <laughs> if that's what you really want to do dubs you can go do that i give you permission i appreciate that. but you can't go get a haircut because it's too close to other people which is hard which is i need a haircut bad you're, you're good i don't know how your hair's growing so slow your hair is good man my hair is a mess i got a haircut a couple days ago you got a haircut a couple days mama ago? robinson yeah mama robinson was a uh, hairdresser for like 16 years so uh she uh she snipped my hair that must feel amazing it was, it's pretty good <laughs> it's also one of her uh one of her some of her best work oh i'm really happy with it so right sucks to suck people who can't get haircuts <laughs> right how would uh how do you feel Are you losing your mind yet or no you just like going with the flow baby Animal Crossing, man. I'm good to go. I am living my outdoor social life with a bunch of animals who live in my island, and it is great. I just got a Godzilla statue. Uh, Cousteau the frog is super jazzed about it, so we're, we're good. We're living life. Popping balloons, going fishing. Can't stop me. So, le- um, so legit. So because of this game, you're, you feel totally fine. Not totally fine. I'm starting to burn out on it because uh, it's all I've been doing. Um, How many hours? How many hours? I definitely over 150. Um, it came out March 20th, so it's been out a little little over a month. I've put in well over 150 hours into it. It's really bad. That's a lot. Um, That's a lot. It's a whole lot. Um, yeah, your, your girlfriend joked when I, when I came in and I heard animal crossing noises last week, I was like, wow, you got a five star town. And she's like, yep. 200 hours later. (laughs) And that's not a joke. (laughs) Um, I've had call of duty for ever since maybe like the third month since it came out, which I don't know exactly, but I got it about, I want to say six months ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I've put in two days worth, so I've I've put in only forty eight hours. <laughs> that's that's very healthy. Good job. <laughs> you did a real healthy job. <laughs> what am I at? What's one hundred fifty divided by twenty four? I don't know. That's it's a lot. It's more than two. That's uh, I've put in a week. <laughs> one week out of the last month, <laughs> I have spent playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Yuck. I did not want to know that statistic. <laughs> I do not feel good right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. Feel good. You got to feel good. It, it's, it's, it's good for your mind. Healthy mind. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I'm still not at five stars. I don't know how much about the game you know about it, but I'm still at four stars. I'm on that four star grind, but my girlfriend who got it two weeks after me is already on five stars. Um, wow. so both of our girlfriends got five stars before, uh, before me. Has she put in the same amount of time? Or no? Um, probably not quite. Although, since she got it, she's been playing more than me, which is impressive. Um, but uh, she just knew what to do first. And I helped her out. I was kind of her sugar daddy in Animal Crossing. I gave her like a million dollars in the game. So that helped her out. Not Not saying I should take some of the credit, but if you're listening to this... I, I definitely deserve at least 10% credit for getting into five stars. <laughs> so what does that accomplishment feel like? Is your goal in the game to get five? 
or just yeah just it's chill. like your town rating it's five out of five stars yeah i mean some people just chill but most people go for five stars because that just means you have the best possible town and to tell you what the that accomplishment feels like i was working today and she facetimed me and i was like hey what's up and she's just gleaming and <laughs> laughing and she was like i want to show you something and i was like okay and then she turned the camera around and i saw her tv with the animal crossing running on i'm like oh no way you didn't <laughs> she was very happy <laughs> but uh yeah it's it's pure joy it's one of the highest accomplishments you could achieve in life <laughs> getting five stars in animal crossing that's what it seems like <laughs> that's impressive that's uh that's very impressive yeah. that's uh, well i mean um what'd you say no nothing i was just gonna say like i mean perhaps i i don't know what that feeling is yeah i i assume it's gonna be like the feeling of when you finally beat red dead too <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna be so happy you finally Ugh. did it after that long grind how many hours have you put into red dead probably more than call of duty right um i want to say so but i also haven't yeah. played it a lot so i don't know yeah um i don't know i don't know i mean i'm only at my second base camp for the first two missions so far so i mean like yeah haven't really done much um gotcha you know what i did today that felt really really good uh, I took a little break. Tell me about it. I took a little break uh, on my lunch, um, mm-hmm. and I cleaned and reorganized. So I don't know about you, but I get a fuck ton of this stupid ass snail mail paper shit for four hundred one ks and uh, bank statements and um, health capital one. Capital One insurance stuff like, hey, you could save money with Liberty Mutual. It's like, no, I won't because I already tried. So you can't. So stop, yeah. stop lying and wasting paper. Um, yeah. So I finally cleared all that up. And the first floor of this place looks amazing because I cleared out all the stupid fucking paper just laying around. And then, and then I bought a five terabyte external drive for a hundred bucks at Costco. Ooh. And I consolidated all of my information from three of my external drives. And I'm now, wow. yeah, well, I have a primary backup and then I have a, like a massive backup. And then I have a really old backup that I just stopped using from like college. So yeah, I'm reorganized everything on top of the fact that I'm getting a work from home setup from work. So mm-hmm. a monitor and all that other shit. So there's some re- oh, cool. there's some reorganization going around. This the PC might be on the ground next time you come over, because um, I'll have my PC display, my work display, and this 15 inch laptop on this desk. So be f- yeah, that's getting kind of cramped. Yeah, so I need to reorganize this entire desk uh, essentially. Um, but it felt so good, and like I, it felt so good. I just walked around like I did laps around the first floor just smiling at like look how organized that corner is that table is so clear now oh man I, I i plugged that coffee grinder in and look at that cable it's so well hidden and i organized the charging station over here man that's that's a nice charging station oh boy look what, yeah. look at me go real quick this is the feeling of getting five stars in animal crossing <laughs> 
Now imagine just walking around this virtual town filled with animals, just smiling, saying, oh, look at that. I built that park. I planted those trees. I watered those flowers. I did it. What's harder? It takes more time. Five-star village or beating Minecraft? Mm. The five-star village. <laughs> Good segue, by the way. When So... I've told you that I get into these, like, every time a Minecraft update comes out, I re-download it and just go nuts, and I, like, disappear into that game until I beat it again. And every time I beat it, I kind of do it in a different way. Um, but recently, I've been, like, getting getting that itch for it, but I'm not ready because the update isn't out yet, but I don't want to scratch that itch too early because I want to experience all the new features when they come out. But what I've been doing is watching a bunch of Minecraft YouTube videos, and I found this guy who in quarantine has been, he keeps setting the world record for speedrunning the game. Um, so basically you boot up a random server or a random game and you play it as fast as you can until you beat the Ender Dragon and that's what's considered beating it. Um, so I was watching him and I watched a few of his, like each of the records that he keeps setting and then I realized that he had a Twitch page. So the other day I was watching him on Twitch. I was just chilling and... He was just grinding, just playing for like five minutes, and he's like, ah, this isn't going to be the run. So he reset, tried again, reset, tried again, watch him for like two hours. And then he started getting really close, and he was on a really good pace. So like his chat started freaking out, and they're like, oh my god, I was here, I was here, hi YouTube, blah, blah, blah. So I was getting really excited, because they at least seemed to know that this was going to be the one. Then he started to get kind of quiet, which usually when you see that happen, you know that they know that it's going to be the one and they don't want to hype themselves up too much. And then his chat started saying that this other Minecraft speedrunner was literally at the same moment doing a run that was at world record pace. So if that other guy kept doing well, he would have broken the guy I was watching's record. Uh, and then they were both fighting the dragon at the same time. <laughs> And then he beat it. His first question was, did the other guy beat it? Uh, what was his time? And so what, what happened? Because it was such a short span of events. The other guy, the German guy who was speedrunning it, beat it at like something something in 54 seconds. And then this guy that I was watching beat it at something something in 48 seconds. <laughs> so <laughs> the German guy set the world record and then... Four seconds later, the guy I was watching set the record again. <laughs> so that German guy held the world record for fastest Minecraft speedrun for four seconds, <laughs> which was unbelievable. And it was like the two hours that I turned into this, tuned into this guy, and I like could not believe what I was watching. Um, and like that German guy probably holds the record for shortest speedrun world record holder ever. Literally four seconds apart, they finished. They the credits popped up four seconds apart. It's unbelievable. How mad would you be? And there were. So <laughs> that's the thing. I was just staring at the screen. I was like, I can't believe what's happening. And I was watching it on my Apple TV. And I was like, Wait, let me go see what this other guy's doing. So I pull it up on my phone, and he's just sitting there. And he eventually, after a couple minutes, tuned in to the other guy's Twitch stream. So on the German guy's Twitch stream, I was watching him watch the American guy's Twitch stream. Um, and then the people in the chat were like, you guys should call each other on Discord. 
because the German guy speaks English, and they did. So I watched them just talk to each other about strategies, and the American guy was like, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. I wish you could have held it for longer. <laughs> um, and it, the German guy does at least have, like, his name will be in the books for the first guy to do it under 15 minutes, because it was, like, 14 minutes and 52 seconds. Wait, wait, wait. And then the guy I was watching was, f- what? They beat the entire Minecraft game in 15 minutes? Yeah, it's insane. It's insane. Or maybe it was like, no, yeah, I think it was 15 minutes. It was like 14.52 and then 14.46. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Continue, continue. Um, but yeah, they were talking and then they decided to pull up since they realized that the American guy beat it by six seconds and the German guy finished four seconds before him. That means if they started the German guy's run and then 10 seconds into it started the American guy's run, they could watch both runs at the exact same time. Um, so I watched them do that, and then they were just talking about it, and they kind of became friends after. And then there's another Minecraft speedrun category called duos where two people play the game at the same... They play the same game, like they play multiplayer, because um, you could kind of split up their responsibilities, like, all right, I'm going to go do this, you to go do this, we'll meet up, and then we'll go fight the boss. So they're talking about doing duos together <laughs> since they have the number one and number two world record. Um, That's nice. It was just insane. And like, I can't believe that I just tuned in for a couple hours and then I watched basically history get made with Minecraft. Um, and then like I refreshed Reddit a couple hours later and it was on Reddit. It's like, this guy beats Minecraft and then this other guy beats him four seconds later. <laughs> and he now has like the shortest world record stance of all time i was just thinking about speed runs uh when i was doing ring fit i was in the middle of uh yeah doing ring fit just like an hour ago and i was thinking there's no way you could speed run this game like you could um, it would be ridiculous but yeah you would die <laughs> <laughs> like you it's a, it's a game you can't speed run and then it got me thinking how many games out there out there are games that you just cannot be speedrun because it's physically going to kill you? <laughs> physically going to kill you. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of games that make you move like that. Rock Band and Guitar Hero can definitely be speedrun, and they are. Um, interesting. We Fit. I bet like We Fit was speedrun because you could kind of cheese that. Um, yeah, it wasn't as accurate. You don't actually have to like work out. Yeah. But Ring Fit is tough. Like you'd have to figure out the easiest way to do certain some of those workouts. I wonder if like they would allow for like tool assisted speed runs. Like if you could build a contraption that could squeeze the ring. No, really, that really that's no, that is so fake. That is so fake. Well, you got to watch more speedruns. Speedruns are fake as hell. They do stuff in them where it's like, that's not how you play the game. They're completely cheesing. Have you seen the... Like Skyrim. You could beat Skyrim in like 20 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah. Because you just like glitch backwards and like put your elbow into the wall and then you pop out the other side of the world and then you shoot one arrow at the dragon and it dies or something. I I was watching a Doom Eternal speedrun being narrated by the developers of doom um i saw that yeah yeah, and they were like all pissed off they were like what the fuck 
This isn't even entertaining. You just found glitches. Like, you're not even playing the game. Play the game and beat it as fast as possible. Don't just glitch through the game yeah. and then you just win. That's so fucking lame. <laughs> and then they're all talking about what if next, what if we do with the patch, all these like glitchy areas, when they get to, they get trapped there and then they can't come down. <laughs> and then we just like put floating text, like, haha, you tried, and just have it like circle around the entire sky area where they get like jumped up to. That's so good. <laughs> I hope they do that. That's fantastic. Wouldn't that be fantastic? It's like, haha. <laughs> that reminds me of, uh, I think, Grand Theft Auto 4 and Grand Theft Auto 5, they made a new server just for cheaters. So if you get caught cheating, you don't get banned from the game. You just get stuck in the only server that you could play in now that's filled with cheaters. So oh. it's miserable <laughs> because it's you're cheating, but everyone else is cheating too. So you're playing with everybody who like, doesn't want to play the game fair. That was pretty good. Yeah, I... Uh, I- Call of Duty's been hit with a whole bunch of uh, aimbots, so oh yeah, it's so annoying. It's it's some of it, it's annoying because some of it is so blatant that it's like you're not yeah. you're not trying to hide it, and I don't understand why you're not trying to hide it because it's easily traceable once you get reported for them to see it. Yeah, so I don't understand if people are doing it doing it just because it feels good or they just think it's funny. Or, I don't know. You know? I don't understand it, and I'm okay not understanding it. True. Because it's just, I don't, like, it's not fun. It's like when, uh, in, like, old Grand Theft Auto games, you would look up all the cheat codes online, and they'd be like, haha, I have a flying ATV, and my head is enormous, and I have unlimited ammo, and this isn't fun anymore. Yeah. I, you know, I had the same reaction when I was younger. I would get cheat codes, try the cheat codes, and then yep. it wouldn't be fun anymore. Yeah, exactly. Because it's like it takes out the challenge and like the natural, the progression that like video game tease where it like you know that there's a slightly better thing out there. So you work and you work and you work and you get that and you feel good because you got that. But then there's an even better thing where you just type in a bunch of buttons that you looked up on the internet and now you have the best thing. And it's yeah, it's lame. It's weird. It's weird. I, I don't get no what reward. it is for Call of Duty. Yeah. Like doing that in multiplayer games, I would just feel bad. <laughs> and like, I don't, maybe it's just like that satisfaction of like winning. Like, oh, me and that guy were shooting at each other at the same time, but I won. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't care that I was cheating. I just won. I guess. I guess. Yay. I, I, didn't, I didn't have to work hard. Yay. Give me, give me victory. I, I mean, I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm 100%. I understand. Yeah, it sucks, but I understand. I understand. Um, Speaking of streams and all that other stuff, I was watching last night. I was watching a Netflix movie called Den of Thieves. Okay, and it's not a bad movie. It's actually it's actually pretty entertaining. It's 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 an entertaining movie. I'll put it that way. Um, but it made me realize because uh, YouTube does the same thing. Anything that usually any kind of streaming service seems to do this on mobile at least um i don't know why it's so hard for the developers to put in like the format for you to see what time it is i don't like mm-hmm. the fact that i have to log out of like i have to close the app i have to suspend the app press the menu button 
I have to lock the phone. I have to like shut everything down just to check the fucking time. And I was watching it and I was like, oh, what time is it? I got to go to bed. And I had to pause it, close Netflix, like close out of it, like close out of the video. And then I could finally see the time. I was like, oh, shit, it's like 1230. I need to go to bed. But it's like I had that moment when I thought, wait a minute, this is happening in every streaming app and every video streaming app I, I use you never see the time. They don't show you the time. It's like a fucking casino where they don't have clocks. It's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing. And I wanted to know, A, do you think that it has to be purposeful, right? It has to be, don't show them the time. So that means they'll just keep binging on our content. So they'll keep watching it and they'll keep streaming. But do you think it is... Do you think you would like an app more if it showed you the time? Or if it didn't show you the time. Like, what do you prefer for your experience? I, I prefer seeing the time. I've never thought about this. So Ooh. give me a second to prepare my thoughts. <laughs> no, I mean, so like, also my first thoughts is, can't you just like pull down from the top of the screen and see what time it is on an iPhone? What, what kind of device are you rocking when you do this? iPhone. You could just pull down from the top of the screen and see the time. Yeah, when you're in portrait, when you're in landscape, it's all fuckery when I have a display cover and I have all this shit on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, wow. Uh, that sounds really tough. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, I guess an app that showed you the time would be marginally better than an app that didn't, depending on where it did. Like, if you could tap on the screen and pull up, like, the, the scrubbing bar and, like, the time is there or something... Oh, you know, it does do this on the Apple TV when you're watching a movie. When you pull up the scrubbing bar, it says like zero seconds. And then like you're watching Lord of the Rings. So the end of it is like three hours and 15 minutes. And then you're like 45 minutes into it. If you like tap on the remote, it shows you the current time and the time that it will end at. That's right. That's really good. So you know what? Yes. I think an app would be so much better if it showed you the time. And like Apple, if it showed you the time that your thing ended at. Got it. Because I was, I don't know why, but it pissed me off. I was, I was so, like, <laughs> like they're trying to fuck me. Like that, that's why they did this. That's why they put that. They they don't show the time <laughs> natively within the app because they're trying to fuck me. Because they want me to just be a consumer. They want me to. They want me to be a good little piggy, just getting like force fed <laughs> this tube of content, just this grain tube that is just like that's just like suction to my mouth just shoving this yeah. content down into me so i'm a nice big piggy so i'm a nice big piggy full of their content you know engorged with their content that's that's why i was so enraged because that's how i felt <laughs> that's such an image <laughs> i picture you but like dirty and sorry but naked and like just sad but <laughs> You get, I see like the barrel that the content is being fed to you through and it's like a cartoon hose with a golf ball going through it and the like the content hits your mouth and you get all happy again and you're like, mm, yummy, yummy content. I was thinking more like Animal then, Farm. <laughs> mm, sure. Yeah, yeah. And then Muffled, it's like, what time is it? And it's like, shut up, eat more content. Another, another golf ball size lump. Coming down. Yeah. Take this next episode of Breaking Bad. Um, <laughs> but I think 
there's two options. One, it could be like a fucking casino, like you said. Or it could just be that they haven't found a good way to integrate it with the UI. So to play devil's yeah. advocate. Of course, all the streaming apps don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do any of that. <laughs> besides Apple. Yeah, besides that, yeah, nobody, it's, the technology is too advanced. That's it. It's just, it's too difficult. <laughs> only Apple has cracked that code. <laughs> They're the only ones. They're the only ones. Yeah. Yep. I love Ooh. your your peeves. My peeves. You, you got that off your chest. You feel good. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so I kind of mentioned it earlier, but uh, my girlfriend listens to this dumb show now. Um. And why? She why does she listen was to it? Inspired why? by you? Why? Why does she listen to it? Did you tell her? Uh, I told. I told her I was going to your place, and then I don't know. It like, like slipped out. <laughs> <laughs> it slipped out, and then uh, and she forced the name out of me. So she uh, <laughs> she downloaded it, and she's she's been listening to it. The last episode, she was inspired by you. Your horrific neti pot story, where you were just <laughs> shooting blood out of your nose into the sink. Um, she bought a neti pot today. <laughs> And she's going to be using it very soon. Really? Because um, she's been congested for like a month straight. So she's hoping to have some barbaric release from her <laughs> nose like you did and feel better. Does she have hyperage? She, I don't think she has hyperage, no. <laughs> uh, I don't know what kind of flavor she gets hyped up on. I don't think it's groove bang, but I don't think it's no. hyperage either. All right. But. I advise <laughs> you should tell her to, um, uh, for lack of a graphical term, uh, to try to like lube up her sinuses, like have spicy food <laughs> or like, no, I'm serious. Like if you have like, because if you're yeah. super congested, it's not going to work because the water's going to hit the congestion and then it's just going to clog up and then just drain back out the same side. It won't pass through your, oh. your the cavity, so you need to kind of like loosen it up in a way. So like, um, if you have like spicy a facial ramen. steamer, spicy ramen, so you mm. can like blow your nose first and then do that. That helps open things up. Like you know that feeling when like everything opens up at once when you have spicy food or when yeah, you like yeah, you yeah. blow your nose. Yeah, yeah. If she does, if she runs into any problems, just tell her. To, well, if she listens to this, um, uh. Chris's girlfriend. So if you're listening, if you have any problems with like it getting blocked when you first try it, what you need to do is just try to like initial stage, like loosen things up. So try blowing your nose normally and if nothing works, that's okay. But if you have like a facial humidifier or facial steamer, that's a great way to kind of loosen everything up. Um, if you have spicy foods or a little spice that will help, uh, get like the initial stuff moving, like just, don't get alarmed if if you feel blocked and it doesn't flow through because that actually happens quite often. But once you get past that, that's when it starts cleaning, like clearing everything out, and that's when it's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you heard that. Well, uh, I'll report back <laughs> what happens to her next episode. This is gonna be like a fun segment. What's going up with what's going on with Chris Chris's girlfriend's nose? That will have yeah, a weekly we, segment. We should. Um, First of all, I'm flattered. Thank you. Uh, I, that's a great compliment. I, I'm, I'm glad my story <laughs> was able to inspire and educate 
and motivate people. Uh, that, that's that's yeah. that's why I do this podcast. I want to use my stories to inspire every, whoever listens and motivate them for the greater change for themselves. Um, what did she say? <laughs> for their own nose carnage. <laughs> yeah. What, <laughs> what did she say to you? Was she just like, I'm buying a neti pot and you just put the two and two together or... Uh, uh, I was about to search through our texts, but I think it was on FaceTime. She told me she's like, uh, no, she told me she was inspired by you. Um, she said she was listening to the episode and she was like, oh, by the way, I was inspired by dubs and I got a neti pot at CBS. Um, and then she asked what time we were recording so she could maybe report back her findings before we record, but we'll save that for next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I hope. I hope she listens to it and she gets some spicy ramen going because she's got to get that new that nose lubed up. Nose lubed up. Yes. Um, also, uh, I personally don't use a full saline packet per side. Mm-hmm. I use a full saline packet per session. So I use half a packet on like the right side and the other half of the packet on the left side. That's just my preference. You hear that? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> Have you, are you going to get a neti um, pot now? You're you going to join the neti pot club? I mean, I might. I've seen gnarly videos of people using neti pots and like entire ecosystems coming out the other side. Um, but oh, I've dude, seen like you, the yeah. kind of pressurized, the squeezy ones, the ones where you put like the nozzle up your nose and you squeeze and like it's yeah. kind of like a pressurized neti pot. Um, yeah. There's a video of a mom doing it to like her three-year-old daughter, who's like the most well-behaved daughter to have like shit jammed up her nose and goop running out the other end. But like the daughter's weight in boogers came out the other end. It was insane, and like it just kept glooping out. Um, yeah. This when is you're the sick, podcast in the world. Well, we'll call it mucosa because yeah. that that's way better. So the amount of uh, <laughs> mucosa that comes out when you're not like not feeling well, like when I when I'm sick and if better. I do it. <laughs> yeah it's just <laughs> i thought it'd be better um it's so it's so satisfying because you don't always like again you, if you don't have to bru- like blow your nose immediately you can just like exhale over the sink and it gets all the fl- yeah. like, the water saline and fluids out um yeah there's been times where i've done it and i was like wow i didn't realize that's how built up i like that's how much buildup I had in my cavities. Like, that's insane. And then I did it again, and it's like, oh my gosh, there's more? How is there more? <laughs> and then, um, I, I'm sure you know this if you don't know, but like when your mucosa is yellow, that means you typically have like built like allergens or an infection. Like, it means yeah. your body is like collecting bad things to get rid of. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. So, um, yeah, when you see it come out and it's just like all of it coming out, it's really satisfying. I'm I'm here to tell you, it's really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. And well, it's just well, that relief. Yeah, but like you know me, like I go so fucking hard when I get sick. It's like neti pot, Zycam tablets. It's like upping my supplements, upping my water intake. It's like sauna work. Yeah. It's like what is it, like facial steaming if I have a dry throat. It's like spicy foods. It's all like the homeopathic shit so it's like having like like uh boiling sage and drinking sage and shit like that like uh, it's just having manuka honey and eating table eating tablespoons of manuka honey and like 
doing shots of apple cider vinegar and doing like all that shit. So it's like I just do a whole plethora of just shit that I've been told works and it's like fuck it, whatever. Whatever yeah. can possibly work, I'm gonna do it. But yeah. anyways, I'm 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 real I'm real yeah, that's proud. I'm I'm real proud that uh I had an impact. Yeah. You've you've gotten another recruit in the Netty Pot Club. We gotta have we we got if you get a Netty Pot, we gotta come up with a squad name. <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't want to push it right now because we need to feel it. If I get that neti pot, it'll come to us. I don't want to try to just spit right. a bunch of names right now. Right. We, we should enforce it. We should enforce it. Um, I see that it was notated down, and it's been a while since it's been notated down, and we haven't talked about it. I think now is a good opportunity yeah. not to circle back to our introduction about uh, mm-hmm. the COVID situation with things being shut down. But what are your thoughts yeah. and feelings about how E3 was canceled? And how you I feel about how e- long ago that was added? <laughs> but also, how do you feel about if E three was canceled? Period. Like it just didn't happen anymore. Right. It's been going downhill. I. Yeah, exactly. It's been going downhill. People have been pulling out. Uh, this might be. So I'm looking at the whole everything in the world is getting shut down right now as like the weirdest like cleansing fire. Like, you know how they have to have fires sometimes in forests to burn down stuff that's gotten too overgrown and you need to, like, start fresh and fires need to happen to, like, restart the circle of life and stuff like that? Um, I'm almost looking at all of these shutdowns like that, and E3 is one of those things that I think is not going to come back. I would not be surprised at all if E3 did not happen next year either and it was just gone. Um, Because, like, this week, Xbox... It would be whatever. Like, you don't need to go to a convention. I know developer or not developers, um, game journalists hate E3 because it's just a nightmare to go there and you get put in your own like war room and you just work twenty four seven writing article, 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 article about all this crap that like everybody's like fiending over because everything got announced all at once but then nintendo started to do their own thing and they just announced stuff periodically when they see fit when it works best for them and then sony's like hey that's a really good idea and we don't have to pay all this money to rent out like the place that the the lakers play at <laughs> like we don't need to rent Staple that place out to announce our stuff yeah wherever they would be um but and then, uh, like, this week, because E3 is shut down, they're doing Inside Xbox or whatever, which is basically Xbox is doing the same thing now. So it's it's done. And it's, like, all the people working from home going, oh, I could actually, I could, I could do this. I could work from home. Like, I'm just as productive here. I'm doing the same amount of work or I'm just as effective here. Um, it, there's going to be a lot more people working from home and there's going to be a lot less E3. And I think it's whatever. Nice. Okay. <laughs> I. What do you think about it? So E3 is something that I was never, I never paid attention to. Um, yeah. E3 was something that I just was like, E3 happens, updates get posted. Like you said, everybody's just cr- just shooting out information. I just ingested, you know, put a tube to my face, and then I'm just gonna eat the eat the content. So I would just get the content <laughs> that all these people are making. <laughs> 
and I would just be like, oh, what happened at E3? What happened with Gears of War? What happened with blah, blah, blah? Oh, blah, 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 blah. So that's pretty much how I interpreted E3. So something I noticed over time, though, is that E3's gotten quieter and quieter. The content release, the the hype of the of the announcements has gotten quieter and quieter. Now, it could be because I just don't pay enough attention. That's 100% could that's 100% a large possibility here. But a part of me is also like eh, like you, like man, eh, it's if it's gone, it's gone. That's, that's you know, it's it's a symptom of something and this is like like I said why I had a panic moment. I almost had a panic moment about this whole stay-at-home quarantine stuff um, last night and this morning. I'm finally beginning to accept that when people say things may never be the same, I have the reaction of like, well, what are you talking about? You know, like it could just be my apathetic self and and how I am like mm-hmm. naturally. But like in every kind of situation I've been through in my life, like personal hardships, crazy shit, like like losing jobs and, and crazy personal tr- strife and um, large national stuff like like 9-11. Um, I almost have the same kind of viewpoint of, okay, whatever. Not like a dismissive whatever, but like a, okay, cool, it's yeah. happening, whatever. Just like acknowledging it and moving on. Just, okay, whatever. Um, this yeah. whole COVID situation, my reaction was the same. It was, okay, whatever. They wanted us to stay at home. Okay, whatever, sure. They want us to wear masks when we go out. Okay, whatever, sure. Like, I'm not like, my liberty allows me to not wear a mask. I don't give a fuck. If you want me to wear a mask so it's better for the general public, I'll put on a mask. I don't give a shit. But uh, yeah, the the thing that people have always said that made me like kind of roll my eyes in a way is like, things may never be the same. Like, we may never go back to how things were. And it's like, look, we went through two world wars a civil war we went through the black plague bubonic plague we've been through crusades we've been through um we've been through like a lot of shit we've been through uh terrorist attacks we've been through domestic terrorist attacks we've been through a large amount of things hurricanes natural disasters um yeah we rebound each time so it's 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 why i have that reaction when people say like oh it may never be the same um I'm hearing a lot of things about that, and it's only it's only until like most recently, in something like E3, where I heard people talking about E3 not coming back because of the declining popularity, but also the fact that we may not be able to have large scale conventions like this anymore. Large groups of people mm-hmm. sweating, standing in line, shoulder to shoulder, going like moving in mass and crowds and stuff like that. Like this might not be something that's acceptable or allowed for quite some time now. America is, you know, the wild, wild west. States will just do what the fuck they want. The government will say what the fuck they want, and shit just happens. But <laughs> it made it makes me realize more and more how 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 true the possibility is that when they say things may not be the same, it's it's very possible there might be a slight difference. But I don't really know. Like yeah. this is. And again, not to harp on this topic too much because I'm sure people are tired of being beaten over the head of it, but yeah. it's something where the impact of it is something that I can't just say, okay, whatever, move on, because it's beginning to impact me on so many different levels. Like it's impacting me across the board of my lifestyle, my routine, how I interact with friends, how I, I still haven't been to work at, at the, my new job with you at the company that we work yeah. for. I still haven't been on campus yet. I don't have a security badge. Like, 
shit is just yeah. not it's just things are different and a part of me is saying okay whatever it's going to be normal again in time once this once the vaccine comes out once we have better mandated guidelines and safety standards and protocols this is all just going to be a whatever moment that we'll read in the history books mm-hmm. but a part of me is almost begrudgingly accepting the fact that you can't just okay whatever this because what if it impacts things in a scale like you can no longer have large crowds at sporting events. Yeah, what if you can no exactly. longer have like fully packed movie theaters? Yeah, I don't. I highly doubt that would pass, considering the fact that there's armed civilians like banging on the governor's door in Michigan State, screaming at cops, trying to like intimidate them to let them out, um, even though they're allowed to go out. I don't understand the whole fiasco, but there's. <laughs> That I, I would be shocked if that was a thing where it's like you can't do those things anymore. Like if you told if you told like, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying this is stereotype, a negative thing. I'm saying because I know that I know this state lo- I know the state of Texas loves football. It's part of who they are. Yeah. It's an integral part of their culture. If you told Texans, hey. Football games can now only be at one third capacity. You cannot go to football games and have full capacity in stadiums anymore. That ain't happened in Texas, my friend. If you think Texans are gonna <laughs> take that and roll over and be like, oh, "Okay, sure, what did you, whatever you say," like that's not gonna happen at all. <laughs> that ain't happened. Um, the Texans are gonna go to football games. That's kind of that, that, that's yeah. what they're gonna do. They're gonna have barbecue and they're gonna go to football games. That's part of their culture. It's part of what they do. It's part of their identity. And it's like, yeah, you could say that. You could say like, oh, we're going to have mandated blah, blah, blah. But like, it's you're basically going to make civil war because the amount of people that are going to protest that. You yeah. know? So to tie this all back yeah. to E3, what if E3 is just the <laughs> yes. first of, what if E3 is just the first of many giants, like one of many conventions, one of many events that are coming to be shut down you know yeah i think it is like like i if if i had to place a bet on it will e3 come back yes or no i'd probably say no um because none of the journalists want it to keep happening the a lot more of the publishers are realizing that if they just do it online whenever they want to do it it'll be better like i'm sure if they're like oh yeah first week of june would be a good time to announce this game but it comes out next year, so we'd rather uh, announce it around the holiday time when people are going out to buy systems. That would be more impactful for us. I'm sure there's tons of people who want that. So it's. Uh, I think that's a thing where everybody involved, besides the fans who recently have been able to start going, want it to end. So it's going to end. Football is different, though. Football is you can't. You're telling ten thousand people, hey, you can't do your favorite thing on Sundays anymore. Um, more than that that's a, you can yeah, yeah exactly but also but you're also talking about an industry that doesn't have the flexibility of something like the gaming industry like sports can't be flexible yeah. sports needs to take place in a stadium you need to have trainers you need to have coaches assistant coaches you got to have if you're going to broadcast you need production crews remote on-site crews you need to have cameras you need to have commentators you need to have analysts you got to have media covering it you like like that's just hosting the fucking thing. Then you have on top of that, if you have people there, you have concessions, you have janitors, you have to have uh, tickets, you have to have security, you have to have all this shit. So it's like you can't just like, oh, whatever, like 
maybe with esports you could maybe with with game uh like like overwatch league or something like that maybe you could but stuff yeah yeah but i don't i don't really know but like so you are a perfect example of this whole um whole situation when you said earlier this episode if they give us an option to like if we want if we want to go back we can i'm gonna say no that's a perfect example a lot of people are like chomping at the bit to be like i want to go back to normalcy i want to go back to normalcy i want things i want things to be okay again for everybody i want to go back i want this to be over with but you're openly accepting the change of just being like fuck that like this shit can kill people i don't want to be a part of it i'm gonna stay home as long as possible exactly yeah like it's one thing to like i came over to your place last week we stayed at a safe distance you've been staying at home being safe i've been staying at home being safe we were in the same room for an hour and a half i put hand sanitizer on in my car uh when i left no offense but that's it's fine. different that's to be in the company that we work at where it's a building that has three thousand people in it and it's like that's the breeding ground we were also one of the first companies to shut down like before the state recommended it and before the country recommended it they send yes. us all home and they're like, you're going to be working from home for at least the next week while we figure out what to do. And the plan was to have no more than 50% of the people in the office at the same time. So all managers figure out which half of your people will be on week A and which half will be on week B and we're just going to flip flop. And then by the end of that week, that plan was thrown out where it's like, nope, you're all working from home. We're going to ship you monitors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so uh, my final, inter- my final interview was supposed to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. I, I think our company is also going to be one of the last ones that lets people back in. They've been really, really, really safe. So um, I'm really, I'm chomping at the bit to see my friends again and maybe go out to a bar and go to the movies and go out to a restaurant and go to the mall or something. Just go, like be outside. Um, cause like, I feel like my, I'm tricking my brain into getting depressed because I'm doing what I do when I'm depressed where I just stay home all day, every day I wake up, I shower, I put on basketball shorts and I play video games all day. I'm doing that, but I'm working from home. I'm not interacting with anybody face to face. Um, and then I play video games all day and my brain is like, dude, you've been doing this for two months. You're in a rut. <laughs> we're gonna, we're just gonna make you feel real sad all the time now. Where it's like, no, I wanna, I wanna go, like, have a couple beers in someone's backyard or something. But can't. It's that's what I'm excited for. Working in a building with two thousand people and getting a haircut. Granted, I can get haircuts, but like, I don't need any of that besides the friends and like the face-to-face interaction and stuff. Yeah, I, I, mm, I miss like the, well, here's the thing. And this is part of being full of hype rage. I do miss people, but the thing I miss the most is like the limits, like me putting myself into hype rage mode to, to hit my limits. Like I can't hit the, the satisfaction of dropping a barbell is something I can't replace here with anything. Now with my sandbag, now with my kettlebell, not hitting the heavy bag, not working on the water bag, like 
not doing hill sprints with my rollerblades, like nothing replaces the feeling of picking up something heavy with uh, on a barbell and then dropping it. You know what I mean? It's that feeling. <laughs> it's that feeling of like hyping myself up and like breathing real intensely for like brace to squat and like to squat and then come out of the hole and to like come up and then put the bar back on the rack and be like, I did that shit. I did that. I did that. <laughs> like, like I don't have that feeling. And it's for me, it's that feeling. It's the feeling of in hockey when you're skating your ass off. So to try to help out your goaltender, cause nobody else is trying. So you bust your ass to get back and you, you're able to like help out your goaltender in a bad situation and your goalie thanks you for it. Like that's a great feeling. Like, and I can't replace that with anything. You think Call of Duty is the same kind of feeling when somebody is like, oh, thanks for covering my, my flank, dude. That was cool. Not the same fucking feeling. It's not. It's just it's just not the <laughs> You're same. Just, nah. Okay. <laughs> click, click, click. Click, click, click. It's just not the same satisfaction. So for me, it's almost like I need to like purify the demons with, with you know, the weapons of barbells um, <laughs> and ice skates um, because Man, without the... That sounds way more metal than it is. <laughs> I'm picturing you like baseball swinging barbells at literal <laughs> demons. <laughs> it's not that literal, but it's but it, it's just that, right? It's just I yeah. I I understand the cry for normalcy, but up, like at the very core of it, it's the fact that I'm just not like, dude. I I would have to. There'd be days back when everything was normal when I would have to like build up to a to a day because it would be so intense for me, and I had to like mentally prepare myself and physically like plan out my week of like all right i'm going to be too exhausted by this time frame my hips are going to be too sore by this day so i need to do this by this day i need to make sure i eat more on this day so i'm fueled i need to recover with these supplements on this day i need to have this kind of food these two days afterwards so i'm fueled back up for the final day of the week like like there's plenty of times i've had to go through that um and i just don't have that right now so it's just a weird feeling yeah. to just be floating through of just like, yeah, I'm just doing stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how I feel too. It's like, I don't know. I used to almost complain about how busy my weeks were where it's like, oh, mm-hmm. on Thursdays I do the podcast. On Sunday I do D&D. On Fridays, on payday Fridays, I go out for drinks with some coworkers when we get out of work and there's all this stuff. It's like, ah, my schedule's so full all the time. I'm sick of it. But now I'm like, please give me something to do. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't working, I would actually probably be more peaceful. Um, yeah. Because working is still work. You know what I mean? It's still putting a stress on that I can't release anymore because all my releases are basically shut down. Um, yeah. But no, if I had more time, I'll be playing way more guitar more frequently. I'd be doing, I'd be probably reading again. I'd, I'd be doing a whole bunch of shit. But it's just, anyways, anyways, not to not to go down to sad tangent. I want to go over something really quick, and that is, um, we have all dealt with this, and I'm glad to hear that your girlfriend and you are doing this because I think it's so cool. Um, you're eating healthy, so. Part of this comes from you cooking and doing your own meals. So I wanted yeah. to ask you, what is your comfort food during self-isolation? Because the comfort foods I've wanted, I can't have because the restaurants are shut down. 
because only certain restaurants are still open. So I haven't been able to really enjoy the stuff I want to enjoy. Um, so, for example, yeah. for me, a huge comfort thing is Saturday mornings or Sunday mornings waking up and getting breakfast. And yes, nice. I can make breakfast myself, but because I don't eat breakfast Monday through Friday, when I get to eat breakfast on the weekends, it's an event. We're going out. I'm getting a three-egg omelet. I'm getting toast. I'm getting home fries. I'm getting at least two cups of coffee. I'm going to enjoy oh, myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I'm going to – it's just like, oh, fuck yes. That is my comfort thing, and I can't do that anymore because of everything being shut down. But also, just yeah. until recently, for quite some time, there was no Chinese food in the area. All the Chinese food restaurants were closed. It's hard, uh, yeah. it's hard to get you know anything other than maybe like American food. Like burgers are really the only thing I've been able to get. Burgers and sandwiches. That's really it. So it's yeah. like, what about you? Um, yeah. So like when me and my girlfriend first started dating, it was like we have probably had like a solid two months pre-corona where we kind of had a normal <laughs> we can go outside relationship. Um, and we would we would have that big event breakfast every weekend too. So that I really miss. That we did cook a couple times and it was incredible. Like we did home fries and onions, like um fried the potatoes and the onions together and then we had like two or three eggs um and a big ass cup of coffee so that was awesome we've done that a couple times we've been getting chipotle a lot because uh, you could order on the app um and then you just walk inside and the tables that people are normally eating on are just covered in takeout orders because everybody's just you can only do takeout orders so all the people that would be in line placing orders are all just doing takeout orders um, so you just pop in, grab your bag, go home. By the time you get home, you have to like microwave it for a minute, but we've been doing Chipotle. We've been making a lot of, I think we talked about it last episode, poke bowls, like yep. the rice and, sh- uh, fish, we use shrimp and like veggies and spicy mayo and stuff. Been doing a lot of that, but like comfort food, comfort food is probably Chipotle cause that's when we'll have something planned and we're both kind of like, uh, Chipotle. Yes. <laughs> And we'll go out and get Chipotle. Um, and also ice cream. Ben and Jerry's Americone Dream um, is just so good. Pop on a movie, be bored as hell, but just have gooey, crunchy, caramely, vanilla, crispy ice cream. It's so good. Okay. What about right. you? What have you been like? What's been make, like letting you survive on good times in the food? Um, so because a lot of things have been closed, this has actually forced me to eat more of the things I don't eat. So Mm. something, so I had for the first time, and I want to say at least, at least eight years I had for the first time, like three Mm -hmm. weeks ago and quite some time, uh, five guys. Ooh, five guys is still open. Yeah. Five guys is still open nice um yum so yeah i would say five guys has kind of been hitting a spot a comfort food spot for me because it's such a such a thing like having a burger with fries is such a american thing um at least for me i associate that with america so um (laughs) yeah i'd say so that's fair (laughs) it's just 
it's just like growing up it was mcdonald's or whatever fast food chain you went to and or as you got older it turned into summer barbecues and you would get a burger from the grill and um something about a burger uh and fries just hits a hits a hits a spot man so for me it's been and we only got it once i we haven't gotten it more than once because five guys are just so freaking intense it's so heavy it's so much so we only yeah. had it once but that was like the one thing i looked forward to because i was like i haven't had it in forever I, i'm excited to try it uh and then we had it and i was like holy shit this is so fucking good <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it is it's uh, one of the few restaurants that's driving distance uh, from work on a lunch break, by the way. So watch out. Oh, good. To, oh, you know me. I, I meal prep everything. But um, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we're still we still meal prep. We still cook a week's worth of food. That hasn't changed. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Um, my We've eating been, has changed uh, like a lot though. Yeah. How so? Uh, well, my, I'll, I'll give you a typical Monday when everything is normal routine, uh, type of eating. I, my breakfast, well, keep in mind, I don't eat breakfast. I eat from like 11 to nine, although that's going to change with my new work mm-hmm. schedule. I'm going to eat between 10 and eight, but mm-hmm. I, uh, my first meal would be half a, uh, half a smoothie. So half a protein smoothie. And then it would be. Um. No, actually, it'd be the whole smoothie. I would eat. I would drink the whole fucking smoothie. I, I'm. I. That's how long it's been. I forgot what I used to have. Uh. So it would be at like uh eleven o'clock. I would start with having the protein smoothie, and then or the oatmeal. Um. If I so here's the thing. If I have a protein smoothie, my secondary snack is vegetables. So usually baby carrots. If I have a veggie smoothie, my secondary uh, snack is usually oatmeal with protein powder and peanut butter mm. and uh, like soy milk or oat milk or whatever. So on a Monday, let's say I had a protein smoothie. It'd be a protein, like a chocolate smoothie at 11. And then I would eat lunch at one. And then I would have the vegetable snack at three. And then I would go to the gym. Then I would come home and then I would eat dinner. Um, so that would be basically that's the amount i mean i would also have tea throughout the day so that's whatever nowadays monday through friday i am still eating in a window i'm still eating 11 to 9 um Mm -hmm. but i now have only three three meals a day i eat a three egg vegetable sandwich on like uh yeah like like uh oat bread um like nice sprouted oats like ezekiel bread yep so i i have a basically a sandwich a breakfast sandwich then i don't eat until about two or three o'clock and then at two or three o'clock i have lunch which is whatever we meal prepped and then dinner is usually the meal prep again but this time with like (laughs) eggs and i'd put eggs on it Ooh, fancy or like tonight i wanted to get fancy so i made some pasta with some frozen meatballs we have along with some of the protein that i prepped or you know me, I'll have Very I'll nice. have sardines or I'll have eggs with rice or something. So that's pretty much yeah. it. But I like your slops. You've let me have a couple <laughs> of your slops. Your your dinner slops where it's like <laughs> rice and eggs and spinach and whatever nasty and then a healthy glob of sriracha. They're pretty good. <laughs> they work, man. Yeah. They're slop bowls. They're, they're tasty. I, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 
But I'll be honest, I was craving Chinese food bad because they all shut down. So we couldn't have Chinese food yeah. for weeks. And then they finally opened back up again. So like on yep. Sunday, we got a shit ton of Chinese food because I was like, fuck it. I am craving <laughs> Chinese food. I want steamed. Uh, I want steamed dumplings. I want pork lo mein. Yes. I want General South's yes. chicken. I want white rice. Yes. I want the whole nine fucking yes. yards. <laughs> so it was that. And uh, that was awesome. Um, yeah, that was going ham. That was going ham. It was great, though. It's fantastic. That sounds really good. I could go for a Chinese food feast. But you know what I'm craving for this weekend? What's that? Pizza. Dude, I want pizza so bad. <laughs> I haven't made one in forever. I really just got to make one. I might do that this weekend. And then I'll send you pics of it to make you <laughs> jealous because you want pizza this weekend. I haven't had pizza um, in so long. I haven't made one since that one I made where I, <laughs> you said, dude, we got to do a pizza date soon. And I immediately responded with a picture of a pizza I made that day. That was like the super meaty one. That was the last pizza I've made. That was like two, three months ago. It was way too long ago. I got to, got to get back in the game. Yeah. I was craving that pizza that we had, um, at your, at your little city, little city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I can't wait for pizza to be open. Actually, pizza places are probably still open just for like takeout and delivery, right? Uh some are. So I know Peps is open. Yeah. Peps is open for takeout. I heard they were open. So uh, we're yeah. gonna get Peps this weekend, and we're gonna go fucking ham oh, yeah. again. And we're gonna get like a margarita. <laughs> we're gonna get like a buffalo chicken. We're gonna get like a white casino. We're going fucking ham. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I have decided I'm gonna get pizza this weekend too. Oh, yeah. The power of pizza, my dude. Yeah. (laughs) Lovely. Uh, Yes. Indeed. You know what we haven't talked about this entire time? We can end it on on this, too, because we are running. uh, It's getting later. Um, We haven't talked about how this is a new experience for people, this episode. Oh, my God. (laughs) We probably should (laughs) have opened with that. I completely forgot about that until just now. Uh, yeah, welcome to our new podcast name. <laughs> is it a new podcast? Is it just a name? Oh, God, we didn't plan this at all. <laughs> it is. It's, uh, it used to be called Enough About You, and now it is called Geek and Destroy. Yes, I want to say um, a huge shout out and thank you to... Everything has led up to this. So enough about you started with Johnny and I um, because we would just fun argue with each other. And then Johnny loves to podcast. He has an ama- awesome prod- awesome podcast with his friend um, uh, uh, Tom with uh, Tom on lateral moves. So if you want to hear Johnny, he's still sporadically doing that um, called lateral moves. But Johnny and I were doing this and then Chris came on as a guest and it was just so good and felt so right that it just kept going. Um, so first of all, big shout out to Johnny for helping me take the plunge into podcasting because uh, he was the primary guy who was running the ship for Enough About You. Um, he also came up with the song. So that beautiful piano ballad that you hear uh, when Enough About You starts <laughs> is actually by Johnny. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, so Johnny did that. I know you was... may have thought that it was like Hans Zimmer or John Williams <laughs> or something, but that was actually Johnny. <laughs> that was Johnny. Uh, I think Johnny was, uh, <laughs> I think he was drunk and he came up with it. But big props <laughs> to him for that. And also big props to uh, Hong, uh, our friend, mom, mutual friend, and for me, former uh, roommate. Uh, Hong is uh, a very, very talented guy in many things. He's also available to do way better art than what he did for our podcast logo because he we asked him to just do a simple thing for us. He's super talented. He actually has a page up on Instagram called Hong Draws Things. So no spaces. If you want to see what he does or commission anything, because he does do commission pieces for gifts, Hong Draws Things is his tag on Instagram. You should go give him a, a checkout. But we have decided to go forward as a thing of just Chris and I with Geek and Destroy. Big thanks to uh, Mimi, another friend, uh, also former roommate um, for doing the awesome art for our, our new stuff and to uh, so my good. yes and also to another one of my former roommates <laughs> and another <laughs> close friend uh, B Stav Stavris uh, we go way back and he is super super talented uh, he's probably the one person in my life who consistently blows my mind away with his talent um, and he actually composed and put every edited, mastered, produced the new song that you heard. So um, big shout out to him. Um, so good. Yes. And that's my that's my shout out to the whole situation. So I'll let you talk now because I've just been talking for too long about it. <laughs> no, that's uh, that was all appropriate. Uh, we got to. Uh, Put them. We're gonna put them in the podcast description too. So if you want to see some of Mimi's stuff, and I'm assuming Stav has a something we could tag him in, um, maybe if he wants that. <laughs> but uh, it was like incredible. My jaw dropped when I saw the new logo and when I heard the song. It was just incredible. <laughs> I've been so excited to get this name out there. It's been months. <laughs> We've had the new name picked out for months. <laughs> then yeah. we were, it just took us a while to get the art together and the song and stuff like that. And then it was ready like the, right after the last episode we did before quarantine and we've just been sitting on it <laughs> so we needed to get back into it and get it out there yeah um and now that we're doing this again we did have that huge lull because i was like super super sick and then all this went down so we had a huge month at least off of doing the podcast because of that um thank yeah. you for tuning back in for those who are listening though we're glad that you guys still yeah. want to hear it because that's pretty cool um yeah, uh, we're now like this is really re redundant to say we are officially here, Chris. Geek and destroy is now we are here. <laughs> yes, <laughs> geek and destroy. We could say it out loud. We can say it out loud. We can tell people about it now. We can finally put it out there. Um, and yeah, and yeah. With yeah. that being said, um, and go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Uh, I was going to say we also have uh, an Instagram page with nothing on it and a Twitter page with very little on it. Um, it's Geek and Destroy Pod, as in podcast, but all one word, Geek and Destroy Pod. Um, so go follow us. And then geekanddestroypod at gmail.com. 
if you want to yell at us or anything. Woo, I'm following now. There you go. Cool. Excellent. <laughs> cool. Geek and Destroy. We are here. Yep. Uh, that's it. Yep. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.